Welcome back to another week's episode of Architecture Matters Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are your hosts. Diana Luebano. Woo, woo. And Nicholas Trevino. Yay. <laughs> wow, that sounds very enthusiastic. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going? It's going good. Um, you know, it's Thursday. It is Thursday. Yeah. Thirsty Thursday. Is that a thing? That's what they say? Nah. I guess, the but there is a saying called jueves in Spanish. Uh-huh. That means like jueves, like you drink on, on Thursday. Well, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Well, I should have opened a wine instead of water. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently a wine a day, you know. Yeah. I actually don't know, but. Maybe you should take a. I'm gonna take it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> in your um, in your yeti. In my, yep. <laughs> I was gonna say flask, but <laughs> that's too you, that's too obvious. That's too obvious. Will be funny. You take a flask, but it's water or something, and they all freak out. Hey. And it's like you want some? Oh, I'm gonna do that one day. <laughs> They're gonna look at me like Are you sure? you're really drinking. Yeah, uh, eight a.m. I'm like, yeah, it's an IPA. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into this week's episode, um, we got some responses to our questions on on the. Um, oh yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Episodes. Yeah, it's going well. It's going yeah. on. You know, we got one or two. You know, mm-hmm. we appreciate it though. So <laughs> I mean, I do because I put them out. Yeah. I so mean. on a, on episode thirty eight, uh, Diana sat down with me and asked me some questions regarding starting a side hustle. So I figured, you know, this this might be a good one to to, to pose a question to the audience. Mm-hmm. So the question was, have you ever thought about starting your own business? If yes, then what kind of service do you wish to provide? And um, it took me a minute to find this person's like social because like the first time I tried, I couldn't find it because I want to see like who's actually responding. Uh-huh. And then I just couldn't find it. Maybe I typed it in wrong and I was rushing. And then I found it. I was like, dang, this guy is like pretty cool work right mm-hmm. so uh jm bearable right j-m-b-a-r-i-b-a-u-l-t that's his instagram look him mm-hmm. up he said yes i have thought about starting a design build company focusing primarily on tiny houses or small energy efficient sustainable homes that are designed to be affordable i mean awesome and like when i i was assuming you know in architecture Maybe he is, but when mm-hmm. I saw his um, his Instagram, it's like a bunch of artwork. It's like really cool. Like I, I think it's like pretty colorful uh-huh. artwork. And I just thought, you know, it's interesting. He's thinking about, you know, he thought about starting a design build. You know, focusing on like the tiny homes, the the ones that are like on the trailer. You know, they're about like fifteen, twenty five feet yeah. long. Those are cool. I mean, if they're close by your truck, bro, they're so nice. Yeah. You know, and there or something like small energy efficient sustainable homes, you know, adding some mm-hmm. technology. I mean, I I think that that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I'd be I'd be down, yo, hit me up, you know. You need some design For real. You need some drawings. <laughs> I mean, yo, let's let's work. Yeah. I think that'd be super interesting to do. That's that's a that's a nice concept. And I don't think it'd be super like painful for, for the pocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I we uh you know, I know someone who like renovates vans and does like custom vans so people can like buy or rent them, I guess, and, and travel in them. And oh, really? You no, know, yeah, they, they got out the van and then they, I'm they a job after yeah, yeah, I mean, so I, I think I'm interested cool. in, yeah, I'm interested in that. It's like a, a mini studio in, yeah. in a good sized van and, and yeah. you can, you know, travel in it, yeah, super cool. 
Another one was from our episode 40 career fair resumes business cards. Oh my. Nice. <laughs> it was, um, <clears throat> what did you learn most from the career fair? And Wesley, one of our previous guests, answered that the career fair helped him strengthen his interview skills, which is, yeah, that's 100% what it's for. I mean, it is, though, because you're literally back to back to back to back. To back to back to back 30 to minutes, back. you're done, and then you, the, your next one, your next one, one your next one. And it's all different persons, so you're repeating yourself. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not, I don't know, but I mean, I was like, damn. This, this is good work. <laughs> yep. All right. So this episode, we're going to start, uh, we're going to have three parts in total. So this was part two of our career fair. Uh, really, this is about the transitioning process of, you know, your, your, we've talked about studio. We talked about different projects. We've spoken to other people about different programs. You know, it's the career fair season. Mm-hmm. So now we really want to talk about, you know, you know, you know, you're in your final year. Maybe you don't have a studio. Maybe you do. Maybe you're a little busy. Maybe you're not. But, you know, you're getting ready to transition to the workforce, right? Whether it's, you know, you're not doing your master's, you're going to work, or you're already in, in your master's and you're about to finish. So what are what are some key things? And <clears throat> we've definitely talked about, touched on these, but let's do it again. What are some key things you should be focusing on when, when you know, Diana, you want to, you're about to graduate and, and you need to start looking for a job? Like, what are some things that you have to be having or doing or, or creating? Oh, well, portfolios cover letter maybe resumes for sure business cards um <coughs> buy some cute pants <laughs> yeah nice you know, shirt dress up a new coat yeah um Gotta look good. research for get the fresh fade yes that dye your hair dye your hair no. paint your nails no, I'm <laughs> that, no. um but for sure um uh, Research for mm-hmm. where you want to go, mm-hmm. where you want to, you know, land or spend the rest of your life. Oh my god, mm-hmm. not there, but yeah. let, let's take it one by one. So this first, this first segment right here is going to be portfolio and documentation. All right. So what is a portfolio? Your um, whole life, <laughs> basically, your whole architecture life. A, a, projects. A, a portfolio is basically a book of your work. Yeah, as simple as that. And I mean, of your design, of your uh, yeah, of, of your project, and it, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be studio. It could be construction. It could be an elective. It could be you know personal paintings or drawings or photography. But a portfolio is a book of work that you have produced, whether it's been yeah. in school or um, from an internship or some experience. Mm-hmm. So what is a portfolio? Boom, your work, right? Yeah. How many projects? should be going in a portfolio you know you're gonna put every single project you've ever done you know at SAC we've done as at SAC we've done three projects a semester yeah that's six then we go to tech and we're doing you know one or one big project maybe two a semester if you want to include maybe a precedent study I don't know why um or or maybe some, some other small little thing that they did so at six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve you know your master's your study abroad like yeah. You know, what's what's a good size for you? I'm actually gonna look at my issue to see what I did, but go ahead. I think five projects. Yeah. Max. Good. That's good. Because you know what each of them obviously are gonna show yourself, mm-hmm. but each of them also if you did things different, like one of them shows your whole construction part. 
One of them shows how playful you can be. One of them shows how, you know, or all of the above with mm -hmm. something else. Or mm -hmm. or the types you do, you know, oh, a school, a residential um, hospital. Three of them different. This is how they turned out. You know, I can do all three, not mm -hmm. just one single one. Yeah, def definitely have some variety. Don't be doing, you know, something super conceptual for all your yeah. projects. I mean, if uh, unless you have a portfolio, um, you know, catering towards a firm that is super conceptual and that's all you you know you want to focus on but yeah. you know let's let's just be generally you're graduating um you know you don't know who you're gonna work for you don't even know who you're gonna apply for mm -hmm. i did four projects in mine five's good um you know maybe if they're like one or two spread you can maybe do like six or seven yeah but you know if you're gonna do like a few spreads a few pages each you know not one do do four or five yeah. i think five five is good try to do um, less words yeah honestly you don't you don't need two pages of text i've been looking at some recently and it's like i'm not reading that i know what, what i did was a was a was like a short paragraph right here maybe it's like i don't know four or five sentences and i bolded the keywords mm -hmm. and it's like nobody's gonna read it but oh activating both site in the design oh no longer dividing force transition and bridge fostering a conversation okay now i know what this this project's about yeah. i didn't have to read you know the the whole thing and his whole conceptual whatever you know i i just i like bolding some keywords in my short paragraph just in case they don't read it i mean i even have one here that's like two sentences three sentences yeah quick yeah man it's just you know name of the project the year date mm -hmm. maybe professor see i teammates I, I did that and i really like it i yeah. like saying what year this was in i like saying what program was used mm -hmm. and i did a little shout out for the professor you know whatever you know i gotta or at least you know studio five six seven love. but what mm -hmm. i did i did notice now that we we're looking into portfolios and you know doing all this career stuff i think it is really i saw that it was really important to put like the the digital like where did you do this you know what lumion yep Revit, uh, Rhino, yeah. uh, you know, SketchUp. We have a good eye for it, so we can we can yeah. pretty much see what it is. But sometimes it's really tough, and then definitely older, you know, generation. Yeah, they, they're probably they, out of school like ten tell. years. They probably don't even 20. know what Lumion is. Like. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> maybe right, but I think it's really good to to put where this was made. Mm -hmm. Do you include your resume in your portfolio, like? first page mm, i think i did for mine just in case i didn't had more uh resumes in my hand mm -hmm. then i had my you know i would always include it but then always have it separate yeah obviously you cannot and just one page what i did i included it but then i made i shortened it mm. i made it simpler for the portfolio for the portfolio that's what i did i like that i like that yeah <clears throat> Um. Oh, <clears throat> just remembered. What type of order do you put your projects in? So you're gonna put your four or five, maybe six best projects in your portfolio, short and sweet. Not a lot of text. Has all this information of the location, mm -hmm. your teamwork, uh, who was on the team, who did it, the program. You know what year? Are you going in chronological order? Studio one, and then maybe a studio three, and then maybe a studio five, and then maybe a grad class, mm -hmm. or or does that not matter? Or you, you know maybe all four or five are, are 
are from masters, you know, yeah. and there's not really an order because at that point you can't really tell what came first. Like, so do you prefer to do like a chronological order so they can kind of see your improvement? The progress? Uh-huh. Yeah, the progress or improvement, or that doesn't matter. You're just choosing the best projects that are kind of focusing on certain things. From what I remember, I think I went in order from, I think I did Studio 5, 6, 7, and then my construction class mm-hmm. and and some sketches. Yeah. But that's it. So I think I did one in order, but I think, I mean, now I probably start with the powerful one or something. Like, yeah. I don't think it does matter that because, I mean, I was looking at some portfolios and I'm like, I'm starting to look at it. I'm like, man, this is whack. Yeah. And then, oh, wow, this person improved. You're just looking for the good one. Exactly. So <laughs> I was I was taught your first and last should be your strongest. First and last. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's the, it's going to be the first thing they see, and it's going to be the last thing they see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's I'm, true. I'm also a fan of the middle. Yeah, being really good because of the binding. If you do like a like a staple, a saddle stitch, mm-hmm. which is the staple. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. Print, print lab knowledge coming in handy. Yep. What's up? Shout out Nathan. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, saddle stitch with the staples, mm-hmm. it's it's going to open to the middle. Just, yeah. just, just because it, you know, that's that's how it how is. How the staple works. Yeah, it's like you just you put it down and it's gonna open to the middle. Mm-hmm. And my middle was actually like a nice, like that de- that detail of the roof curving. So yeah. like it was actually a beautiful one to put in the middle. Um, <clears throat> but then I switched it up and I did the first and, mm-hmm. and 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 last being my strongest. So I actually did a studio four, then three. Mm-hmm. Then six, then five. Yeah, I mean, it's just it is what it is. I mean, things fine. It doesn't really matter. I, I do I, I believe that middle like, part. Yeah, is I, really. Yeah, I think I think the middle because that's what it's going to open to, um, or or yeah, or just five. the first. You yeah. did five. Yeah, but they were probably good sizes. I think mine was like tw- Mine was thirty-two pages. Just FYI. Mine was thirty-six. Wow. An extra project. Yeah. What type of drawings did you put in your portfolio? Let's talk about the size first. First thing, I mean, you can't even do any of this without the size. And we talked about this in a previous episode, but do you remember the size of your portfolio? Yeah, mine is... What's the orientation? It's square. Un square? I love Dang, square. Dang. Oh, uh, yeah, right? Sex. Too sex good. Yeah. Oh, what? Dang. <laughs> what? That's a, that's a nice yeah, uh, really- uh, render, but like, it's a plant? Yeah, this one is. Uh, I was figuring out some stuff, and yeah, and just catch. some programming. Yeah, Prisma. Mm-hmm. I can already tell. Okay, yeah. So is it square was it? Yeah. A, was it like eight by eight? Like it was a good square or? Yeah, it's like a perfect square. I think it was ten by ten. Ten by ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect mm-hmm. square. I think I've mentioned mine was like smaller than eight and a half by eleven. I, I like vertical. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. if you have a square portfolio. Right, I'm gonna jump a little. Are you doing a square business card? No, no. See, for me, t- typically business cards are horizontal, right? Mm-hmm. But because I did a a vertical a portrait um portfolio, yeah, I did a vertical business card to hmm. match. But square business card, yeah, exactly. That's why I didn't do it because. I yeah, mean, who does? I mean, it's different. I I, I was thinking like, it well, is. it's different, but also, 
I don't know. You don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah, and it can get lost. I don't know. So I just did it how, you know. For sure. Um, Regular. So what was the size? Oh, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. I jumped to the business card and I already forgot what uh, another thing I was going to ask. Oh, drawings. What are you putting in? What'd you put? Flip through your portfolio real quick. So the first is either a picture of it or the, it could be a render or whatever, but I just put like, and this one, I put a, a picture a, of, your model? A picture of, of the like concept my models. concept models mm. with, I did, you know, some, <clears throat> some painting and some drawing on it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I thought it was really cool. So yeah, that yeah. was really strong. I, 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 we've mentioned, I've mentioned this. I really like how you were drawing with Prisma and marker on, on your white models. So, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. And then just the name and then really small paragraph. And yeah. then I go into the plans. To, to start, to, we'll, we'll go one oh, by one. go back. Just one off. To start mine off, oh, yeah. I started it with the party diagrams and kind of the, the process mm-hmm. of the building taking form. Yeah. So your first was an image of the model. Yeah, or like a study model or or, study model or something. Or something. Mine was either a sketch or the part T diagrams of it evolving. Yeah, so it wasn't even like the actual final thing. No, no. Exactly. No. I didn't start with mine the final. Either. Yeah, not yeah, yours either. After that, what'd you get into? Um it could be different for every project too. Uh, mine are pretty much the same though. But ju- I did just because you know after this you start with plans. You don't got to start with plans for every project. No, maybe, I didn't start with plans strong. in every project. I did um, like the I would do like how I design, which is you know the progress. So mm-hmm. so like right here, I have the picture, and then the next one is how i laid it out mm-hmm. what came into before the more, whole thing more sketch more hand render yeah or like more programming and, yeah and there, there's your like diagram diagrams of yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so to guide you through the process mm-hmm. after my parties on most of my projects i went with the the plan or a a roof plan like site like render Mm-hmm. It's like a top view in Lumion. You you know you can't really do top view, but you manipulate the camera yeah. to get a bird's eye of the roof. Uh, and I rendered that. So I started with either plans or plan plus a render. Mm-hmm. After that, would you go for? After that, I went into either a plan or a section. Mm. So for that one, I had a. How many sections did you put? One. And then the other one has one, two. And then actually, <laughs> so in one of them, I have one section. Uh-huh. And then the other project, I don't have any sections, but oh. I have my model, which it was a section model. Oh, learning. Okay. okay. So, uh-huh. And then uh, quarter scale, probably. Huge. Yeah. And then, you know, the other one, I had two sections. So uh-huh. it just depends. Yeah, after the plans, I either did sections or elevations. Most mostly sections. And then one project I put because it was it was Revit, it was for for Bit. So I have like four sections and then detail section like yeah, a wall yeah. section. I did like that, that one too. Um, the the house of meditation I did 
plan then then it's three sections plus a section perspective mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's what kills your you know your yeah i mean it's what design I, it's whatever yeah it's whatever yeah. drawing shows the most of your project like i have the enlarged first mm. and then the site yeah what'd and you put what'd you put at the end the end of the project the end of this project was the model yep yeah. the model so the the end of one of mine i, I did um photos of my model mm -hmm. you know you guys got to utilize the photography room in that in the architecture building get the lights you know get a decent camera mm -hmm. get your friends to you know help with the lighting or or maybe yep. hold you know sometimes the models aren't the best and you gotta gotta kind of you know hold it up and photoshop the arm out <laughs> hey you gotta do what you gotta do um i yep. also ended it with renders um yeah, either renders or a yeah, that's nice. Yeah, or of, a model. Uh, photos of the model. I feel like yeah, that's. I mean, but you could really put anything. Yeah, it I, doesn't matter. I put my freehand stuff at the end, but uh -huh. I mean, I'm like, you can see it throughout the whole. You can see it throughout the whole thing. But yeah. that's just like boom. <laughs> yep. You guys got to keep documentation. Yeah. Like, so e like everything, all your process, models. That's that's one thing I slacked on because half the semester was just sketching and throwing, you know, um, ugh, I'm going to say trash paper, um, sketch paper, you know, like just iteration, iteration, iteration. And then when it came down to like making my portfolio, mm -hmm. I didn't have all my sketches or they didn't fit well with like, you know, because I wanted my portfolio to look a certain way mm -hmm. and be like clean. My sack portfolio had a bunch of sketches and, but then, you know, at tech, it's like I didn't scan it or, you know, half the half the process is in the trash at the end of the day. And it, it kind of yeah. got lost. To me, it was really important because that's how I start, you know, my whole mm -hmm. design process. And like this one was one of the first ones I did. Mm -hmm. And because it was oh, so, you know, in, like I was in the zone here. I was mm -hmm. like, this is going to be part of what is going to become at the end mm -hmm. so i always save that one the other ones that were like ugly and like nothing really related yeah fast yeah i would throw them away but then the ones that were more deep into stuff i would save those always i watercolored plans and, and sections nice. uh for the library we did mm -hmm. for my mid review and i don't even think i scanned those those oh. would have been great to have in my portfolio yeah but it's like so you like this small now okay I just put the on the skills mm -hmm. on the I just put the logos well, let's, of the let, let's stuff go to, I need. Let's go to resume. We don't gotta go in depth, but let let's just talk about what type of information you put on your resume. So obviously your name, right? Yes. <laughs> so I put my name, the schools I went to, my logo, email, phone number. Mm -hmm. Then I put my experience. So where where I've worked leadership you know student organizations i was a part of mm -hmm. proficiency the the programs that i'm proficient in and achievements and under achievements i put scholarships like what scholarships that i received i never put scholarships no mm, i received a bunch i don't think it matters but i never put them i just need to fill space oh <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know what else to put I put contact, you know, phone, website, email. Then I need to, I need to update this. <laughs> My website issue. Oh yeah. LinkedIn. Damn, hey, I Lincoln. need to update this. This is so old. 
languages. Well, now I need to update my experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hobbies, I put those. Okay, that's a good one. Um, education. Did you put like little, little emojis or icons for your hobbies? No, I was you just. Put, you should have put like a paintbrush. Oh, okay, yeah. I just put them like that, but yeah. I, when Simple. I did skills, I did put a person like. No, oh, okay. like you put the sketching. icons yeah, for the actual the icons. programs. Nice. Yeah. I like that. I like that. You gotta you gotta jazz it up a little bit. Yeah. Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> huh? Okay. Um so we've talked about business cards. We can talk about some cover letters. I know I'm bringing down the wrong volume. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm like, why, okay, I think why isn't it lowering? <laughs> Uh, you know, and we're talking about the career fair. So another great thing about the career fair is networking, you know, and, and it's it's a huge thing. And that's the whole thing about like LinkedIn and, mm-hmm. you know, going to these career fairs and, you know, just go, going to different places and trying to, you know, socialize with people and see like what field they're in. Because you never know. They could be a general contractor. They could be in real estate. They could yeah. be an interior designer, an engineer. And then that's just how connections start to form. I mean, think about it. You go to the career fair. I thought you were going to say you go to the bar, you go to the club. Yeah, that's too. <laughs> um, like, you go to the career fair, you meet, you know, young folks like you, but they're in the workforce already. You're not. So for you to make that connection mm-hmm. is important. And you have to put yourself out there. Yeah. like and, and- You cannot be shy in that moment. You're trying to mingle, mingle, uh-huh. whatever. I, I don't, I don't think your your goal or first impression is is like, oh, I'm gonna make this connection because I'm I'm gonna try to like get this job from them. It, it shouldn't always be like that because you know maybe you just make that connection, you introduce yourself, you find out what they're doing. You know, it's just casual small talk. But then in the future, now that there's a connection there, you or they can reach out. You know, you both can reach yeah. out to each other for an opportunity. Like today. <laughs> I was talking at work and so you weren't working I'm always working <laughs> but um, you know we were talking and then this person goes like yeah I'm like <laughs> and they're like well yeah you know you have to fake it until you make it and I'm like yeah we all do that at one point well that's what they teach but, us in school but but at the same time I think it's really, really important just to be yourself and be mm. honest. Like mm. you, you don't want to lie of something you don't know 100%. and look really stupid. Mm-hmm. Like for example, my people going for the you know career fair, don't put your proficient in Revit and don't put your skill is Revit and then not put a project oh. using Revit in your portfolio. Yeah, we saw that. Like you're just you're 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 either lying to us or you're lying to yourself. To yourself. Like you gotta, I mean, if if you say yep. you're really good at hand sketching, I'm expecting to to see hand, hand sketching. Yeah. If you say you know Revit, I expect to see at least one project in Revit. If you say Rhino, Photoshop, whatever, well, whatever it may then be, put it in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, don't. I mean, yeah, in school, fake it till you make it, but that's because you're not you're not going into the you know the, the meats and bones and, and yeah, details I mean, you're of, in school of the that's the point staying conceptual massing yeah you know with some design elements but we're not worried about like oh like sure i do a butterfly roof because i'm thinking about drainage cool but we're not actually thinking about the detailing of the gutters and how this is going to drain and then water catchment and you know all of this right now uh, we're thinking if you know how to use a program yeah but or, when you're but when you're in the workforce 
yeah, don't be faking it. <laughs> no. You got, you got to be asking. And that's when it comes to good networking. Networking is not just like external. I think networking is, is good within the office. Yes. You know, you want to keep that open communication and good communication with your teammates and, mm-hmm. and your PM. Mm-hmm. That way you can be, you know, gathering their, stealing their knowledge from them. And hopefully they're willing to, to you know, share some of yep, that. Exactly. 100%. So... When we're at the career fair, when you're looking at different types of firms, you know, what are the types of firms that you can be applying to, right? There's different sizes, there's different practices, there's different typologies, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's different types of offices. So let's, let's explain some that we know. So you want me to name the offices? No. <laughs> so there's, there's, there's really, really, really like micro small firms, right? And then there's like mega firms. There's really, really big like architects firms, right? Mm-hmm. So small firms can be like- 50 in, less. In-house, 50 less, but I'm thinking even smaller, like home builder. There's like five people in the office, right? Yeah. Could but be 10. Could be 10, two. It could just be you and the boss, right? Yep. But those are going to be smaller projects, probably won't be as many, right? Because if they did and it was, you know, coming in hot, is going to be a larger scale. So those smaller firms- Five people, they're probably doing obviously smaller projects, right? Yeah. They're probably doing single family homes or something custom. When it gets to the bigger, then it's going into these different typologies, right? So we work for multifamily, right? So it's about 200 people. Yeah. Right? Uh, there's firms that have 500, right? Mm-hmm. Um, those firms could be doing multifamily, residential, right? Could also be doing what? Um, healthcare. Healthcare, hospitals clinics, mm-hmm. education, so mm-hmm. right, schools, mm-hmm. um, uh, municipal, right? Like government stuff, like town halls or, yeah. or city halls or, or mm-hmm. other government facilities, government <laughs> retail, retail. Yeah. Those, those could be smaller because like the commercial. The, com- yeah. So commercial retail, those could be big or small because yeah. I, I know some five, 10 people, maybe 20 that do like the, the shopping strips, yeah. And, and those commercial retails. And then, you know, we can go into bigger city retail or malls. I mean, I would hope that firm has. I mean, a, there's has, has also like if you're really interested in, you know, military stuff, there's also architecture in the military oh, that's where true. you get to design the bunks, the, the barracks, the barracks, uh-huh. the, their the hospitals, mm-hmm. their, you know, I don't know. Whatever, Whatever they, they are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the names. Well, but you know, because I'm sure like even overseas when they're stationed somewhere. They airports. Probably, they probably build something. Airports. Yeah, all of that. That's a- aviation. That's a totally different one. Mm-hmm. At Tech, actually, when I did my career fair, I interviewed with a firm north of Dallas, maybe a couple hours. And they did strictly like military stuff, barracks. And, and that, that was interesting. I, I mean, I, I think I'll be interested. I wasn't interested them, in it. Hell? I wasn't interested in it, but it was interesting. Yeah. And I felt like, oh, that's cool. I mean, like, yeah, military, but like you're still doing residential, like you're doing apartments, basically, or you're doing like a yeah. food hall or you're doing then, a training s- but center. They're different, though. Their apartments are, I don't know. Well, there's a, there, there's a certain, weird. yeah, there's a, there's a specific design and flavor yeah. to it. Hundred percent. No flavor at all, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the, these no flavor. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I was gonna say something. Since you know we're trying to be honest here and shit, yeah, I'm trying to be honest. I'm so trying to figure it till I make it. Oh my god! <laughs> so at first, I mean, I've always I started with my mind saying, yeah, I want to be in a smaller firm because mm-hmm. I want to be one on one 
with the principal mm-hmm. or whoever is in charge. I want to be with the top heads. Mm-hmm. But and, then and now and I was like, no, you know, be, you know, um, um, companies that have two hundred plus. I don't want to be there because you're not ever gonna meet the principal. Mm-hmm. You're not ever gonna be around. Now you're gonna be shaking the uh, the owner's hand exactly, and you're not gonna be involved in those involved conversations. In, in, yeah, but I feel deals. like now where I'm at, it has proven me wrong. Mm. So I just want to say that. Oh well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I I totally agree. I I used to actually I used to want a bigger firm. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's a lot of things like, I mean, oh, if you work for a really, really big firm, you're going to get like pigeonholed and just doing bathrooms and details I mean, and, and obviously whatever. that can happen. Anywhere, that though. can happen. Right. Sure. But we, I, we got the, the luck of actually being somewhere where you actually can meet the person, mm. even though if it's 200 plus. People. Yeah. I think the meet the media, like small is really good because you're involved in everything. There's a lot of responsibility. Yeah medium is probably better because there's a better backing yes you you can still do a lot of things you're involved in different aspects you know whether it's design or schematic or or dd if you're doing parking Mm -hmm. units or facade or or life safety or 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 whatever it may be (laughs) i mean you're you got to touch everything Mm -hmm. you know maybe you know i mean hey you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do yep um i agree so yeah that's that's definitely something that that you know, I've been happy about because it's not too big, not too small, getting a lot of exposure. But this is the best thing. 200 plus people is a medium, medium to almost big size firm, right? <clears throat> but just because the firm is big doesn't mean the office is big, right? So let's talk about that. How many offices are do these firms have? Just one in the whole world? Like the smaller ones are going to have just one in San Antonio, right? But certain firms like... Or, or, right? They have multiple firms. Or, I'm sorry. They have multiple offices in different <laughs> cities, right? Yeah. Firm X has, you know, a, an office in Dallas, San Antonio, Lubbock, yada, yada. Our firm, right, based out of has multiple offices in X, Y, and Z cities, right? But the new office in Dallas, yeah, the firm is medium-sized, 200-plus people, but the, the the office is small. The office is new. And that's the beauty of a small office with a big backing. Because exactly. we're getting exposed to everything. And I I think I honestly wish this was my first experience in the workforce. I'm glad for what I had, but this would have been a nicer transition. Yeah. This would have been like, man, yeah, I'm in love like right away. I found her. <laughs> I mean, at least you're there now. <laughs> yeah, I found my way. Yeah. Well, true love always. Nah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Getting emotional. Big, 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 big thing for me when I when I'm when I'm at the career fair, right? And I'm looking at who I who I want to work for. I'm looking at the websites and I'm looking at their work. Wow, the render looks amazing. Wow, the work mm-hmm. looks amazing. Wow, this is like wow, this is so great. I love this project. Then I go to work for them and I don't see this work getting produced. I don't see this quality. I don't see these types of projects. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Well, I'll tell you. Why? It's because you go to the website for the entire firm, right? You're applying for a job in Dallas. The firm ain't even from Dallas. The firm is from New York, let's say, right? So you go to the website and you're looking at all those projects. 
and no one from the Dallas office did those projects. So you go there and all disappointed. Point being, don't be looking at websites and ha- and assume and expect. and expect that's the type of work that you're going to be seeing in your office mm-hmm. because another office could have done it. Another person could have done it. And it's just on the website because that's the firm's work. Like I saw this great work and then I went to work at X, Y, and Z and the work we were doing was great, but none of that work or type of work, right? Mm-hmm. That typology mm-hmm. was being exposed and presented on the website. And then obviously none of my coworkers were the one that did that work yeah, or even worked on the project. Yeah. So it's a little confusing. Yeah. That part, it is confusing, but let's say like you go into the website and they have these badass designs, mm-hmm. good concept, whatever you want to call it, different parts of, you know, the world, you know, in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go to work and you're like, oh, maybe I expected something different. But at the end of the day, they do cool shit. Mm-hmm. They do design these things. Yeah. So you will get to do that. Obviously, maybe not in the way you wanted to. But at the end of the day, you work for that specific Office. building mm-hmm. design mm-hmm. and it's getting built. And yeah. you worked on those drawings. Yeah. You know? I, I think just for me, though, like as a student, like I was it's like, just fairy I, I tales, w- or how do you call it? No, yeah, but like I, I want to <laughs> know what this office really does. Like, yeah, I know what your firm does, and, and some firms do multiple things. They have multiple studios. You know, like we said, education, uh, healthcare, mm-hmm. military, uh, residential, uh, retail, commercial, like uh, like towers, blah blah blah. Right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, what what are we going to be doing in the office? Like, okay, I know. Yeah, guide me through the day. Yeah, guide guide me through the day. <laughs> That's a good one. That that was that a good question. Yeah. I I asked. I yeah. remember when I was getting interviewed. Guide I was like, okay, guide me. What's a typical work day? Okay, so you come and you swipe in, and then you know you grab and then your you coffee. got your coffee. Yeah, yeah, you already you know. Talk, you talk. You talk. Trail, 45 put, minutes later yeah and you're barely sitting <laughs> logging in that's not what happens nah. <laughs> you're there but sometimes everybody. you do though you you know you it's not all about work you know you're uh, yeah. actually talking to the person oh, no, yeah of course chilling. but yeah and and see this is also a confusing thing sure firm x has five offices but what if all five offices do residential i mean that's possible yeah 100 percent. yeah three of the offices do um healthcare so when you're looking online and you see like oh okay yeah healthcare and then you ask them like oh so this office is specific you know uh specifying it in and what oh well this office is doing healthcare. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay so so, so I, which yeah. one is the one that's doing multi-family well, well yeah, the uh, one in laredo yeah or or they can say oh we do it as well it's like oh okay great and yeah. then a question they do ask is like what wh- wh- which one of the projects on our website, you know, that, that we do, uh, you know, stands out. And then you can mention one, right. You don't mm-hmm. got to go into detail. And because once you kind of mention, you don't even need to know the name, you just kind of mention it and yeah. they'll start talking about it, but then find out if, if that project is, is, was designed in doc, you know, the documentation was done in that office. If not, well then there's your little, little, uh, segue to, you know, also oh, which one was, produced out of this office can can you speak about it because i'd like to know specifically about what we'll be doing and yeah. what i'll be doing what i'll be helping with yep a lot of times it's just it's like fluff in the air 
And like that you, you is... don't know what's what's really going on in the office. No. What work's being done, what what quality of work's getting produced, who they work with. I mean, that's think only, about it. You're literally one. joining a team of people that you never met on your entire life. Mm-hmm. And you're about to be best buddies because you're going to see him every day. Yep. We've said this multiple times in our office. We're with each other 90% of the time. We're with each other more than we are with our own family. Yes. Because, I mean, you Agreed. work. Agreed. We've worked eight together. 8 to 5, 9 to 5, 8 to 6, 9 to 6, whatever it is. Yeah. And then you do a podcast. And then you're with each other 24-7. <laughs> Getting out this content. Mm-hmm. So who interviews you? Mm. The design staff? The intern? <laughs> Yeah. The front desk? No, person? front desk. <laughs> Never front no, desk. It's going to be like the principal or project manager. Yeah. PM. Yeah. PA, whatever you, you want to call it. You know you know something I did for my some of my ex? interviews? Oh. What? Like your ex firm? My ex firm. Um, and I actually, so when I got the, when I, when I knew I had the interview in like 45 minutes, I obviously went to their website, looked at their work. Okay. looks good. Um, and then... There's, there's, you know, these firms have like a people page or an about page or whatever. And it has a list of people in the offices, mm-hmm. the, the higher ups has the owner, the principals, uh, maybe some people are associate principals, some people who are licensed. And then it gives like a blurb or an excerpt about them. Mm-hmm. So, um, the lead designer, in my previous office was actually on the website. So I was able to see, oh, he likes sketching and he went to so-and-so school and, you know, this is a little background on him. Yeah. So I kind of kind of knew what I was getting into. And I was like, oh, man, I would love to work for this guy. So who interviews you is good to know is probably the principal, probably project manager or the associate principal. Yeah. Um, you don't really know. Sometimes they bring whoever. But definitely try and look on the website to see if they have a list of those people. Or, uh, that yeah, way you can get people, the name or you get familiar with their face. With their face. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yep. That's a good one. Be prepared. Be prepared. How's the hiring process like? Like when you're, how do you apply? Or, you know, when the, you know, job acceptance. They haven't even gotten there yet. They haven't even interviewed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean? (laughs) No, but let's just assume these guys are all great designers, guys and gals, right? And they get some offers and like, what's that hiring process like? You just, that's it. Got Mm -hmm. an offer. Take it. See ya. No, I mean, I'm sure they're gonna get thrown with like five offers. Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, it's okay if it's just one or two. You know, I had two. Yeah, I think. Oh, I had two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was two. But I mean, interviewed with how many though? Man, like twenty. Hey, twenty out of two. I as long as you get one back. That's it. That's all that matters. Honestly, at least one wanted. Yeah, don't get discouraged. I mean, I've. I mean, I I didn't got who I wanted, Mm -hmm. but. Hey, I still learned and it was a good choice. And you still ended up where you belong. Exactly. So, oh my God. <laughs> I, I definitely applied for like a year or two before graduating to multiple places. Yeah, give yourself time. Plenty of time. Always be updating your information, your portfolio, your resume, your business card. Mm-hmm. Um, apply, apply, apply. And definitely apply early because, you know, they keep, I mean, I don't really yeah, know man. if it's true, but they keep your information on file. Maybe they'll contact you in mm-hmm. the future when they, when they do have an opening. Yeah. Um, and you know, some people. Yeah. It's really good to keep in touch and mm-hmm. even more if you're graduating, like yeah. you gotta have a plan because let's say like us, you know, we're in Lubbock and we're obviously we're not working in Lubbock. We're over here now in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So 
there is more to it besides a job like living where you're gonna live you know um how's the gas yep. um how much does it cost to live in this area how far is this area from the actual job is there tollways exactly so i did not know there was tolls in texas when i moved here i didn't know either because i lived in san antonio yeah they don't have and then i came to dallas and no you just need to pay 20 bucks because you were like driving (laughs) i was like what the i will say the the tollway around austin getting to san antonio Mm -hmm. is a breeze Oh, I love that I, one. I've taken that as that's really yeah. nice. I mean, it's just hundred miles per. Am I gonna say everybody yes, gonna literally say no. flies in there? Yeah, they they kind of do. Yeah. Honestly, though, at the end of the day, no matter like who you're applying for or when, uh, not when, definitely when, but doesn't matter what year or who you're applying for. It's all about timing and location. Yeah. Because you could apply to a million firms but if you got bad timing and nobody's hiring well they're not they're not gonna look at you they're not gonna yeah. give you a, a but also a, i feel like you need to know at least somewhere where where you like like for, don't just apply because you need a job i mean yeah we all been there but like mm-hmm. you see, know see, take got, a little push yourself into <sighs> jump into that line that you want to be in we we talked about this and and i agree i'm just a little i'm just a little conflicted because if you don't know what specialty you want if you don't know if you want to work with houses if you don't know you you want to do commercial yeah you apply you apply everywhere that's what i did when i graduated Uh right bachelor's though but at a right but at a certain point especially if you have like a specification or a certificate in Mm -hmm. something after you do your master's Mm -hmm. you should know what you're leaning towards yeah like of course i have dreams and I want to be doing, you know, museums and, and, and concert centers and cultural centers. And, yeah. and but, I, you know, I want to design that. Mm-hmm. I can't. I'm not licensed. I don't have that experience. So right now, you know, I'm getting really interested in residential on the side. So yeah. that's why I went towards multifamily. And I just want as much experience as I can. I did, yeah. I did a little bit of, you know, grocery retail commercial. And now I'm okay. Now I'm going into, you know, something like that's nowhere near what I wanted to do. The, the cultural mm-hmm. buildings. Um, but now I'm, I'm getting myself into a different typology, a different field. So if you, if you don't know what you want and you don't have a, a degree specifying in, in urban or hospitality or residential or digital fabrication, if you don't have that, then yeah apply, apply. try we, everything try, because try, try everything because you might fall in love with something or exactly. you, even better you're gonna realize what you don't like yes and i think that's what has helped us yeah i mean if i go back i know i want urban planning or something related with mm-hmm. that you know but if you do have a certificate in that it's a little questionable why you know you're not like pursuing something in that yeah and maybe maybe hey and you know maybe you were halfway through and you realized you didn't like it but you're already halfway through so you just finished i mean it's it's great credentials mm-hmm. um i just think that's something that should be brought up to a potential you know if someone's trying to hire you or yeah because they're gonna think don't even, oh you know you have a certificate in yeah in residential right you know, but, they know some stuff but like we mentioned before Firms don't just do one typology. Firms do multiple things. They do hospitality and they do residential and Mm -hmm. they do X, Y, and Z, right? So 
I mean, it's, you know, hopefully the best case scenario is that office does both mm -hmm. because now you can help with both teams. Yeah. I have the certificate in this, but I'm also interested in this. Mm -hmm. So I can be helping on both. That's why you guys need to hire me. But if the, you know, I'm, I'm an asset because I can do both. I can do, I can do mixed use and I can also do retail. Like, boom, you got a project that has, it's, it's retail on the bottom, right? Yeah. Five over two at the podium. <laughs> What's up? This yeah. guy's learning how it works. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a three over two or, or, you know, or, you know, retail on the bottom of the podium and then you got mixed use. Well, I got a certificate in this and I'm interested in this. I can help on the project. Yeah. You know, they're going to hire that person over someone else. Yeah. But Flip side, playing devil's advocate, if the office only focuses on one thing and that's not your certificate, then it's like, well, why do you want to work here? <laughs> Going back to the, the yeah, questions. The, the question. So I see you have a certificate in digital fabrication and you love parametric design, but we do cookie cutter uh, KB Homes. Oops. <laughs> Got them. I don't even care. I'm not bleeping that out. We, we just copy and paste. So why do you want to work here? Yeah. It's like, oh, well... Um, Oh, you know what? That digital and cookie were the same thing. <laughs> what I would be like is, well, I think you guys really need help on the design side. And I think I'd be a great addition because uh, I'm a great designer. And you you got to flip the coin. Yeah, you got to flip the coins. Like, exactly. It's like, oh, you, like, you think this is all you want to be doing? Just yeah. copy and paste? Yeah. No, thanks. At the end of the day, though, <laughs> find a company that's willing to invest and train you yes it doesn't matter 100%. honestly it, honestly like i would much rather work for a firm and work for people and work with people who are willing to invest in my education in my career development and train me than work for a firm that's doing the the typology that i want to do and not investing in me and not willing to train me and it's going to be a struggle because then i'm going to end up not liking whatever yeah. that typology is that's what happens you know eventually you leave because you're not progressing mm -hmm. you're not growing you're not doing things that you know the it's just a teamwork you know it's a whole firm it's a, a all these people are here working for you with you to make a the same thing why not make this better like this is a whole community mm-hmm Make it a good environment, man. And, and trust me, nobody at the office wants someone to get fired or, or, or quit. It's like, we all need the help. We're all working on the project together. We're all yeah. knowledgeable. We're all teaching each other. It's, you know, you yeah. want to keep that that network. It all goes yeah. back to I mean, networking yeah. and communicating. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, and not to sound cliche and like all these other firms, but it is like a family. It's it like, is. we all help each other. We all... It is like, competitive too. It's competitive. But, but at the end of the day. But like you and I, we're not working on the same project. But no. I'm still asking you questions. And I'm still asking you questions. Yeah. yeah. And the question is either about the program, right? Revit. Or it's about the program, which is the project, right? There's two programs. So it's either oh, about yeah. <laughs> the digital program or it's programming. about the project. And yeah. it's like, because yeah, it's, we do the same thing. But it's a different design, different project. But just yeah. just because I'm not on your project anymore doesn't mean I can't help. No, especially I mean, because I did things on your project. No, and then remember they said to steal always from your neighbors. Always. So. Yup. And the neighbor if, doesn't steal from you, then they're you, not smart. Yup. You better be stealing from them. 
Man, I'd be looking through other projects and stealing things because, like, yeah. why why reinvent the wheel? See, and that's another perfect thing. Like mistake. Like, portfolios have been around for years. Interviewing yeah. has been around for years. Yeah. D- don't don't. I mean, yes, design and create your own portfolio, but you don't have to do it from scratch. Yeah. Look no. at your friends. Talk to professors. Look at theirs. You know, go. You on, know, it's like I, how you go shopping for clothes. Oh, you like this black T-shirt? If it's you, then use it. Wear it. Buy it. Boom. Don't don't go home and start sewing up your own black T-shirt. Yeah. Unless you're gonna Come sell on. it for a hundred bucks and make some money. Yeah. Get that second stream of income. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. But that's- yeah. Like you just go look at examples. Oh, I think this type fits me. Then mm-hmm. you fucking use it. That's it. What what I've done is, like, of course, I'm on issue and I'm looking for people I know their portfolio. But at the at sometimes I can't find them and I just start looking at random people. Nick be creeping. I be creeping, guys. <laughs> I be creeping, but then sometimes I'm like I'm looking at these wonderful portfolios and I'm like man, y'all this this work is so great. Like I'm gonna yeah. do this next time. And then I find out they're from freaking East Asia or Europe oh or gosh. India, and it's like no wonder why their work is so good. They're using 3ds Max and they're yeah. doing these competition style renders. I mean, it makes and- you think of yourself, you know, like. Maybe I should start using this. Yeah, and I gotta teach myself step my this. game up, and I gotta start improving. Yeah. Any last words? Uh, I think that's good. Well, that's part two of our career, career fair fairs. slash transitioning from you know school, whether it's undergrad or masters, into the workforce. Thank you guys. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Uh, we are definitely going to have a part three for the career fair. So uh, I believe when this episode is out, we will actually be at a career fair. Um, Diane and I are going to our... (laughs) I said our, though. Our first first career fair. Uh, Because we're alumni, we're going to a career fair. And um, so part three is really going to be focusing on our experience at a career fair, interviewing, you know, visiting back... uh, I mean, you all know where we went. We're just, we're just messing. We just, yeah. But yeah, no, um, yeah. Our experience of what we like, what we don't like, how we approached it, what we, what we wish we did different, what we wish the interviewee said different, or yeah. her, whatever. They or were how called. good they were, you know, yeah. versus their portfolio. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to to see how this is gonna come out, and yeah. we'll definitely tell you guys the yeah. news. And if you guys are interested in joining the podcast either either as a guest or just you know throwing in some tips tricks uh, topics of conversation yeah Yeah, just feel free to dm us reach out to us um if you want to practice i don't know presenting a project or you know talk to us about your concept and you know maybe you just want a better grasp and understanding of it Mm -hmm. just feel free we can you know do a do a zoom call or do a phone call and we'll record and yeah you know we'll just chop it up and if you're or you know if you just need a a life advice we're here too to you know if you want to know how expensive uh downtown dallas is is, or frisco or or fort worth addison or addison or carlton or or plano i'm saying all these places i don't want them to know where i I live (laughs) (laughs) or Wakahachi. <laughs> Dang, that's Wakahachi. far. That's far. It's like for real. It's like an hour and a half. Or Lubbock. Or Lubbock. Oh, Lubbock, cheap. If yeah. you if you slum it out, yeah, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you guys. Appreciate you. Okay, put in your back. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, we always got to end it with, with the, you know, yeah. a little, little outro intro music. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs>